0: Welcome, everybody, to the episode 10 of the Hot Rod Blues podcast. I am your host, Sean Brereton, along with...
1: Javier Augustine, Bomber Steel Customs. Sean Young, Coldwater High School. <laughs>
2: Coldwater <laughs> High School. Glad to have you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Long trip. Uh, and I'm Mike Abbott from Steel Rose Metal Co.
0: Yeah. And we have a special guest today. Uh, Mr. Preston Davis, uh, 2016 Hall of Fame Drag Racing, uh, Drag Racing Hall of Fame inductee and uh, an HRA Division II uh, record holder and, well, champion, I guess, a couple times. And I'm sure there's 15 other things that I do not know. And uh, so, yeah. uh, Memphis Rotter, of course, drove the famous uh, Bow Evil. Uh, race cars for ray godman yeah. and um and then also his uh southern pride uh dragster as well right all right You're so right yeah nostalgia drag uh with the uh, ndrl right correct yep so we, we um, could we could be here all night yeah this yeah. is where you tell go him what he on. missed the, <laughs> <name and laughs> the most important thing he missed <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so this is the point where we just tell you to go
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Preston, but, it's good to have you here.:
2: yeah, Yes indeed. Thank you.: it's Excellent.
3: I'm, I'm honored to be here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so absolutely. the honor
4: is definitely ours, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So. So we're yep. sitting in front of some uh, pretty famous cars that you have history with behind you there. Yes, we are. Yeah. 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 Tell yeah. us a little bit more about that first one right there, right to your right.: This
3: one here. Yeah, that's the one. In 1958, that car was built. And it was built here in Memphis. It was a kit. And they took it somewhere uptown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vibrating the table. Oh, was
4: it? <laughs> That's yeah, all right. yeah, you're okay. You're anyway, the year was 1958. <laughs> you sure it's not me?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the year is 1958. Right. And they, they sold that in a kit? Like out of a catalog? Yeah,
3: what catalog did that come out of? Well, it had a different body on it, uh-huh. and when they built that body, Red Dyer made the statement to Raymond. He said, you know what that thing looks like? It looks like an old boll weevil, and Red was from up close to the Tennessee River, country boy. Yeah. Well, the body they had on it did look like a Bow weevil, But since then, it was changed over to that. And I'm proud of that car because uh, there's a lot of work in it. Right.
2: Yeah, you should be. And, it's beautiful. And what's. And and they what?
3: went back in 59, mm-hmm. and then they went back to Detroit in 60 and ran. In the final for top eliminator Against Gene Adams And the Albert Snows Yeah we heard about that rivalry when Marshall was with us. Gene mm-hmm. Adams is a great yeah. friend of mine yeah. Now he's in California yeah. But to make a long story short Howard Hughes and Marshall And a couple of others from Memphis were up there And I heard this story for 40 years from Raymond. (laughs) Those are the ones that we want. (laughs) (laughs) When they went across the finish line, Raymond swore to me, this car was in front, but the front wheels were in there. Oh, wow. (laughs) So when I got ready to build this car back, I called Gene. Adams and I said Gene I've heard a story for 40 years you ran Raymond in Detroit in 1960 and Raymond swears the bow weevil was that f- at the finish line yeah but the front wheels were in there he I said Gene, who won that race? Just between me and you. Gene said, uh, he hesitated a minute. He said, well, I'll tell you, I brought the trophy back to California. (laughs) So, But the following Wednesday, after that race, they had a ribbon-cutting ceremony at Indianapolis Raceway Park. And this car was the first one that made the first official rate run down Indianapolis. Down wow. In D- yeah. And when I told John Lundberg that, he said, wait a minute, can you document it? I said, yes, I've got it all documented. Because he told me, I asked him, we had that car in 2013 up at Bowling Green. Yeah. When I was Grand Marshal up there. Right. And we had it in in the Holiday Inn foyer, right? And I wanted to get lumber because he was an appraiser of race cars at the time. And when Jim Walther and I came down the, the elevator, I look out there and Lumberg's out there and he's talking to two young kids. I said, Look, I'm going to go over there. He ain't going to know who I am. So I said, I'm going to try to weasel it out of him how much that car's worth. So I get within 10 feet of Lumberg, and he said, How are you doing, Preston?
0: <laughs> he knew you were coming.
3: <laughs> I said, John, I didn't expect you to know who I was. Oh, hell, everybody knows who you are. I said, no, they don't. Not people from California. Right? He said, you'd be surprised. So anyway, I said, look, I'm just trying to find out how much this car is worth. Yeah. He said, well, I am an appraiser. I get $750 to appraise it. You will get a 37-page Appraisal. Wow. I said, I don't need it. I got all the pages on this call. <laughs> right. He said, uh, I said, just give me some idea. I got something I don't know what's worth. He looked at it a minute and he said, high five figure, low six figure. Well, that was a hundred grand. Right. Yeah. I said, I believe you're low. What do you know that I don't know? I said, do you know where this car was Wednesday after the Nationals in Detroit? No. I said, they had the ribbon-cutting cut- ceremony at Indianapolis, and this car made the maiden voyage down that racetrack when that ribbon was cut. and. He said, were you in it? I said, no. Red Dyer was driving it.
0: Was he the driver at that time? Red?
3: Let me tell you. I'm not going to say what I want to. (laughs) 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 He can drive. He could drive anything. And he had balls. (laughs) You know what I mean? The man could drive a race car.
2: So, Mr. Preston, let me ask you this. Um, I heard a story once about you pushing a car over a finish line. Me? That's what I heard. Pushing what car? I don't know. Something about down in Louisiana at a race, you had to push a car over a finish line.
3: I had to push a car twice. (laughs) Twice? (laughs) Once in Louisiana. Yeah. And it was the fueler. Yeah. And we both broke on the starting line. Wow. But I, I left first, and I was out ahead. Right. And it was, um, I think it was Kerry McEnroth that was in the car. But they made us push the cars to the finish line. Now, back then, I didn't have this. <laughs> <laughs> And I was young.
2: So you won a race by pushing the car over the finish line.
3: Well, yeah, but let me tell you what. <laughs> the Louisiana guys, you weren't supposed to have any help. Right, <laughs> right. And the Louisiana guys, finally, Mooneyham, Gene Mooneyham owned a car. Mooneyham pulled in behind it, and he was fixing to push it. And all the guys from... Tennessee were right there at the side of the racetrack and they threatened to whip some ass <laughs> nobody pushes nobody only the gets driver, any help right yeah well I, I, I beat him down there <laughs> the other time was that a whole quarter mile Yes. Wow, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But but you're the, dead at the end. From, then... from about 200 feet out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. But, but it wasn't that hard to put. What was your yeah. ET on that? I didn't break it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was that's your expression? ET? What was
2: the ET on that push run?
3: 98 something. <laughs> 98 <laughs> minutes. It is, it's still pretty I good. I have a scrapbook, and it's got all <laughs> that yes. in it. That's yes. awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. It's pretty now, good still, you know. <laughs> now, the other time was the funny car. And Raymond, I mean, I love him still, but he was the tightest person you ever wanted to meet. Yeah. And I kept telling him we had that Barracuda funny car. And it was like a bracket race race car it runs 670 670 671 I mean it was that consistent Wow well we're getting ready to go to Indianapolis for the nationals I don't remember what year it was and I kept telling him Raymond we don't need to go Cause we can't run with these guys. They're running high six fifties. This was 1972. And they had, they had the national challenge in Tulsa that Garlitz was involved with. Now you had to, if you didn't have, but one car and you didn't have an airplane, you had to pick one or the other. Right. Well, I told him. I said they're beating us because they—they've just come out with that Crower Glide clutch, and they're running high six fifties. Well, about Tuesday before we were going to leave, Wednesday, to go to Indy. He had decided he was going to Indy, not Tulsa. A UPS truck. Pulled up in his driveway and they got a box out and it had Crower written on it. I knew what was in that box when I saw it. <laughs> I called him. He was at his insurance agent. I said, Raymond, we got a box from UPS and it's from Crower. You know what's in it? I said, No, I hadn't opened it yet, but I got a good idea. Yeah. He said, Well, you need to open it up, read the directions, put it in the car. (laughs) Read the directions. (laughs) That's all, you know. He said, Because that thing costs $800. In 72. Wow. Well, that was a lot of money money back then. Yeah, Yeah,
2: absolutely. So you were also the motor builder, weren't you? You were what? You weren't just the driver, you were also the motor builder for the team, right?
3: Yes. Mm. Uh, it didn't take long for Raymond to realize That I knew what I was doing with a motor Right uh, I put the clutch in We went to Indy We had that two and a half ton Dodge Car carrier truck It was a ramp truck And we went to Indianapolis, and we went through tech and the first pass, and we weren't leaning on it. It went six fifty three. Wow Whew. Amen. <laughs> and I came back and he says, "What do you want to do now?" I said, "I want to load it up. I want to go to Tulsa." <laughs> what? We can drive, we can run both these races. Because the the Nationals were run on Monday. So that's what we did. Wow. We loaded up, drove to Tulsa, unloaded it, qualified. It was a 64-car show. And I'm talking everybody that was anybody was there. Yeah. And some people that. Wasn't Because we were there (laughs) (laughs) And We started wading through the field Quarterfinals The guy I was running the left lane The guy in front of me Broke the motor Right out of the hole And I'm strapped in And they start putting White something on the track I didn't know what was at the time. And I said, Man, I'll never get down this track. Yeah. Well, when they got it swept off and everything, I did my burnout, came back, did the dry burnout. And when I did the dry burnout, it picked the left front tire up. I said, "Oh, oh look here! That sticky stuff. <laughs> it's gonna make a run." Well, I won that one. It got down. There were four of us: Raymond Beadle, Don Perdon, McEwen, and us. Wow.
5: Well, that's, before that's some names the, right there. That's, that's who's who for <laughs> yeah, sure. Right.
3: That's that's big. Hit. That's big company there. Yeah. Amen. Right. Amen. They came to us. There was fifty thousand dollars at that point in
0: nineteen seventy-two. Man, that's a lot of money
3: in the purse for funny car, and they wanted to split it four ways. And Raymond, you know I'm saying. Sounds good. Raymond's saying, I don't know. I said, Raymond, come here. And I pulled him off the side. I said, we have never won $12,500 at a race. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> now, you know what? I, wa- I was working for Raymond at the time. He had me employed. $200 a week and 10% of the winnings.
2: Oh, you want to Which I
3: found seen. out, which I found out <laughs> quite a bit later that that was the lowest he paid anybody. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> was that what the- And I did more work than anybody.
1: <laughs> right. Well, it sounds like if you were driving and you were the uh, the head mechanic he, he might have been the cheapest man in drag racing. He had you do yeah, you're doing two or three jobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> was
2: was that with the uh, the the infamous? Everybody talks about um, you guys having a, a falling out and you taking a car to a which drag time? Race. Which time was was <laughs> As many times? I tell time?
3: people that Raymond and mm-hmm. I were like married four times and divorced <laughs> four times, and it was always about money. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That didn't mean I didn't love the man. Right, absolutely. And anyway, we split the money. We all shook hands and to get from the pits to the starting line at Tulsa, you go around this turn and we had to quick change rear end in that funny car at the time. And I had heard it before. You know, I'm strapped in, and it's clicking. Click, click, click. So I told the crew, I said, y'all go get Raymond now. And he came over, and I said, look, Raymond, the rear end's fixing the brake. How do you know? I said, I can hear it clicking. It's already got a tooth or two gone. Right. Be easy with the fern out," he said. "I'm running Don Perdome. He's over in the left-hand lane.
0: So you guys did not split the money, right? You didn't split yeah, the he money. Do what? You did split the money, but you still were going to run. Yeah, I still had to run. Oh yeah. Well, okay, we're going, so you're still running. Okay, I thought you were just split. The fifty
3: thousand. Okay, and we're going to run for the trophy. Okay, I got All you. Right. I got you. So. And I didn't get along with Perdon. Uh, never did. No? (laughs) No. So we get ready, and we pull up there. And I fired up, and I told my brother was there, and I said, put a lot of water down. Because I didn't want to put a lot of strain on that rear end. end. Yeah, didn't want to grip it. I did my burnout, and I back up. He hadn't come by me; it was his burnout. And I loosened the straps up when I got back there. And they got the hood; they got the car body up, and there's all all oh. under it. He broke it, and so the starters giving me a single and I go, I go up and the light came down and I just kind of eased into it and the car, got the car moving, but I could feel the teeth in the I rear end up. shelling. Mm. And I got again about 300 feet. And Bob Fry was the announcer. And Bob and I are good friends. I got got out there. It wasn't going any further. So I just pulled the shut off and I get out the window. And I'm taking my helmet and my coat off. And I hear Bob Fry say, well, let me tell you all he's got to get that car to the finish line by himself
5: <laughs> or he
3: don't race. run final round. Oh.
2: So that was the second time you pushed the car across. <laughs> <laughs> well, the
3: problem with this car and the fueler was the rear end. was. Broken. I was going to say with the rear up. end
0: locked up, oh, oh my gosh.
3: And, yeah. I, and I put my helmet and my fire suit, Top, up over the spoiler, and I start pushing. Now, I have been up for two days. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd push it about far here to that wall, and it would lock. And I'd have to pull it back. Yeah, to get it loose. Rock You it. know, and there's 30,000 people in the stands <laughs> hollering, go, <pressing laughs> go. And I'm saying, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> well... To make a long story short, I don't know how long it took me, but when I turned that wind light on, I hit the float just (laughs) fall out. (laughs) 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 And they hooked up. Now my helmet and my fire suit top were up over the spoiler. And we get back to the pits. Now I've got to change the rear end. I had a bad hole that we had a hot plug in. Mm. So I said, you know, if I'm gonna change this, I'm gonna get the motor right. I'm going against Beetle, I mean McEwen in the final. I wanted to win that race. For sure. (sighs) Fry started calling for funny car. I wasn't going to make it. (laughs) McEwen came over. He said, let me tell you something, Preston. Take your time. Get the car right. He said, because if they don't run Funny Car, there's 33,000 people in those stands that's going to come out here and tear this racetrack up. (laughs) Right. So what, what we did, McEwen... Talked Raymond into using one of his heads on our motor. Oh, wow. And he was running Ed Pink stuff, and we were running Keith Black stuff. And what that did was that fattened the motor up a little bit. On one side. And I got beat by about two feet. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. It was a great race, but I knew I, I left on him, but I saw him moving on me. So. That's just that story. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I also heard once that you may have flipped a car over on the side to do work on it at a racetrack. Is that true? Do what now? I heard you flipped a car up onto its side.
3: That wasn't me. That, that was before he? me. That was before oh. you? I have a picture of that. You do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Look, nice. my wife kept three scrapbooks when I was racing. Yeah. Every. Race that I ran, that was written about, is in those scrapbooks. Okay. Win or
2: lose. Yeah, that's cool. That's epic. so.
3: That was that was uh, the Harrison Jacobs. That car.
2: That car was the one.
3: Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> epic. Harrison Jacobs drove the double A car. Yeah. Red Dyer drove the A Modified Roadster, which was that one, right. And they were both before my time, right. So how
0: did how did you get into how did you get into them? What was first of all like? What what was your background like? How did you get into cars in the first place? And then how did you end up getting into getting when into When I was in cars?
3: high school, yeah, I lived on a gravel road. And it was a dead-end road. And when I'd come home, my mother and daddy had a 1947 Nash. Hey. Nice. I'd sneak it out (laughs) and drive up and down. And then I'd get back and have to cook supper for everybody. (laughs) That that was a a three-time-a-week deal. Yeah. But I've always liked drag racing. When I was in high school, I got caught once on the strip, on the street. Went to jail. Wow. We have that in common. Went to
1: juvenile <laughs> court.
3: Yeah.
1: Probably have that in common
4: with Mike. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna too. say they, probably uh, have that in common
3: too, Mike. <laughs> they, uh,
4: they impound the Nash.
3: No, no, no. I wasn't in the Nash. Uh, what were you driving? My daddy had bought my mother a 1958 Bel Air two-door hardtop Chevrolet. Nice. (laughs) Racing mom's car.
2: (laughs) And I got caught doing it. Three on the trees. And it
3: was before I started dating my wife. Yeah. And we went over to Fraser High School for something, and on the way back... It was a guy that had a 56 Ford, and we were going down James Road. <laughs> That's and a, I wasn't you still let race him, on James Road nowadays, but, yeah. and I wasn't going to let him pass <laughs> until we got to the S- curves, right, which is where Hollywood hits That's now. Right. Yeah yep. I wasn't going to keep going. <laughs> what I didn't know that he knew, we passed the police car. And Memphis had just taken that in. So it was in the city. So I slowed down and he went flying by me. And they caught me. I see the I see the police car about at Hollywood. Yeah. And I pull over. It was, a, it was an experience that I'd never been through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they put me in the back of the squad car. They asked me who was in the Ford. I knew who it was, but I wasn't going to snitch. That's yeah. right. So here comes the lieutenant, and he says, uh, who was that in that car? I don't know. He said, I'm going to give you one more time if you don't tell me who's in that car, you're going to jail. You might as well not ask, because I don't know who it was. I didn't know the guy's name, but I knew it was Jane Cleves. She was a majorette. I knew who that was. But they took me to juvenile court, and they hammered me. It's just like I tell people. If you ever watched Dragnet on TV Where they got somebody in a room with a big light <laughs> yeah. that was That's you? the way it was <laughs>
4: Back then So when you and the wife got together Did she know that you were You know they talked, they talked <laughs> about
3: putting me in jail And all this and all that And I finally got one phone call And I called an uncle of mine that was captain on the police department. There you go. And he wanted to know such and such at the, on the desk, and I said, "Yes, sir." Let me talk to him. Well, we talked. He talked to him, and they let me go. I paid a fine. Oh yeah. But I didn't spend the night. They called my daddy, and that was the worst thing uh, they could oh, do. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. oh yeah, was your dad a car guy? Huh? Was your dad a car guy
3: at all? No, he was a carpenter.
0: Okay, I mean he did, he wasn't into cars at all. Oh
3: no, no, and he <laughs> was mad that I was caught in that brand new. What they took? They towed the Bel Air to the impound lot, didn't they? No, they, they just... let this girl that was eighteen years old. Drive it to the house. Oh, oh wow. Oh, no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so nice. Dad, Dad already knew there was something yeah. fishy going on. It's <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> where's my son?
3: <laughs> well, she told him she told what had happened, and Daddy came down to get me. And when we walked out of J.C. Juvenile Court at 11 o'clock at night, he took my driver's license and he tore him up. And he said, "You'll never drive that car again." Mm. He had a '54 Chevrolet pickup. So anyway, that's a long story. <laughs> yeah, has that's nothing crazy. to do with drag racing. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. I like. But that's—I that's, would
0: say—that's an origin story, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah, right for sure.
0: Well, uh, so uh, so how did you end up
3: driving these cars then? Well, I wound up. Raymond built. Lakeland drag strip. Right. I'd never been down to a drag strip before. But I had a fifty Mercury that had a two hundred eighty three Chevrolet motor in it. He's got a Merc.
1: I've got a a fifty Mercury, Mercury. yeah.
3: This was a four-door Mercury. Wow. Yeah. And it was a junker. I cut a big hole in the side of the fender and ran it the exhaust, exhaust out <laughs> it. so that was my first really race car right. Mm-hmm. But then I got a fifty one mercury mm-hmm. and it was a it was original paint fading that an old lady owned, and I put a three twenty seven Chevrolet motor in it. Mm-hmm. And I was a terror of Summer Avenue. <laughs> Absolutely. <That's awesome. laughs> so what, what what year would this be about? Nineteen fifty seven. Fifty seven. Fifty six. Somewhere right uh, in there. Yeah.
0: So Summer Avenue has been always. It's it's amazing. We
3: used to go we used to go down to where that Wendy's is right now. The yeah. new one? The that wearing has turned into a Mexican place, oh
0: oh, uh, that's one. over by my house, Mendenhall. Yeah. Over by Mendenhall, yeah,
1: okay,
3: they're, they're yeah, okay. outside Mendenhall. Yeah. Yep, it's next to Kenny Bomars. They got the best mm-hmm. of, uh, tamales.
4: Yeah, that's High Point Terrace, High Point. No, that is, no well, that's no, the old one. the old Wendy's. No, the new it, Wendy's is further out no, towards. Mendenhall. The
0: one he's talking about is the the Wendy's that used to shut down. That's in between White Station and Mendenhall.
4: By lucky, we're lucky. Well, You're a,
0: right. There's a McDonald's right across the street from it. Yeah, more or less. Yep. So down by Northern Tool and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. You're right. All right. It,
3: Mendenhall White Station. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But uh, when I was in high school, the big deal was go to Hart's Bakery, which was at the corner of Mendenhall and Summer, and you could get a hot loaf of bread right off the line and have a pound of butter, and take it over (laughs) down where that Wendy's is. Yeah. There was a drive-in, and it didn't have anything to do with the immediate Rebillio family, as we know it. Yeah. But it was Rebillios. Okay. We'd take that loaf of bread and that butter, and we'd go to Rebillios. Go to Rebillios and eat. But anyway, (laughs) we're not, we're not, (laughs) uh, we're not into the real drag racing. We're We're into my juvenile. (laughs) Your
0: juvenile delinquents. But see, but that's the stuff that people don't know. So that's, that's kind of the cool part is like, you know, everybody knows, everybody knows all the racing stories here and there, but, but. There's other things that we don't know they don't always they don't know all the of races I know yeah yeah
3: so beside,
4: besides the uh, besides the 51 Merck who is the hottest thing on the road with the with a loaf of bread and a pound of butter after the
3: 51 Merc. yeah
4: obviously right after that yeah
3: <laughs> that car
4: oh yeah that was right at after George
3: Ray's wildcat drag strip in Paragould. yeah
4: absolutely I
0: can't imagine man. Uh, of course, of course, George Ray's back then was probably new, yeah. <laughs> whereas yeah. like now you go down that thing, man. It's like
1: <laughs> I've heard it's a lot rough. of a lot of crazy stories about that yeah. direct I Yeah, I can imagine. You know
3: what? <clears throat> that was the coolest thing that I had ever done in my life. Was Joe Mundy owned this car? Had a Little block Chevrolet in it. And Hugh Walker was his driver. And he got drafted. He wanted me to drive it. So I did and I went to Paraguay the first time. That was a ride. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I went more than a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. But that really got me hooked. Yeah.
0: So that that was your first first chance down the track.
3: No, I drove the Mercury down. A well, race right, track. so you did that, but, but, but that was yeah a big, yeah. big step up. It yeah, didn't, monster ha- car. it didn't have that body yeah. on it. Yeah, it was just a dragster. Okay, shorty body, but it was a short car. Yeah, that thing's cool. I drove it for joe while he was in the service and then i sold and then i bought it
0: yeah yeah well, it's, uh, well that that's kind of a cool story too is you found you found that car again after many, 40, many years or, right?
3: 40 or so years yeah that's amazing but i was looking for the george root jesse came yeah. across that one see I, here's what happened when I had the opportunity, I wanna say it was 1967. And we were the national record holders in C. Dragster. And we go to Indy and there's 26 cars in, in, in C. Dragster. I had a partner He had a problem. He liked women. (laughs) And when we get to Indianapolis, he and another race car driver that y'all know, but I'm not going to mention any names. They went out first night. We were at the Holiday Inn at at the airport. Well, Bill came back. My partner, (laughs) and I'm not going to mention names, Next time I saw him, that car was loaded up to come home. (laughs) Four days later. Four days. Sounded like he had a naughty time. (laughs) (laughs) A naughty party. But anyway. So this was before Raymond. We get down. Now, we had the record. 924 at 150.50. And I wasn't paying attention to the cars. I could run in the teens, 9, 10, and I knew it. And we get down to where we're in the final pair. And when we come to the staging lanes, it was a car, and it said Gibson and Gill on it. They were from Pennsylvania, and they had a Hemi in it. And I had that little Chevrolet, and I look and said, I can't believe this. He's a a C-dragster. Well, we leave the line, and I'm ahead of him when we left.
0: <laughs> Not at the
3: end. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't get much past the. Christmas tree till he flew by me. And I went 9. I think I went 908 on that run. Wow. He went 883. Oh, wow. mercy. And I said, there's absolutely no way he's legal. And I followed him through tech. He wound up winning the Eliminator. And that was the year that John P. and Marshall won B altered and they had to run him in the elimination. Wow. But anyway, John P. and I were best friends. I haven't heard that name. Is he Memphis? The Memphis guy? John P. Rabilio. Oh, Rabilio, oh. okay. He drove Raymond's, I mean Marshall's car. Okay. Gotcha, and we were the same age.
0: Gotcha. Huh. Excuse well, me. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so speaking Indeed. of speaking of friends and cars, uh, we had talked about uh, Godman's sedan, uh, the blue one, full fendered yeah it's here we wanted to yeah it's, it's actually sitting over in the shadows right over there <laughs> yeah um well we'll, we'll look some, at we'll yeah i was gonna say we'll, we'll go over and look at it later i know oh. i noticed that car at the uh
3: Rodders reunion this
4: last year they had it kind of front and center when you came into the building and
3: uh you talking I, about the street rod yeah yeah yeah
4: right I, it caught my eye just i like the color the it's a midnight blue pearl almost and it's got a tan interior, and I saw a dog collar, and I said, "That's weird. Somebody's got a dog." I didn't know his car <laughs> was. Yeah, right. It's like somebody left their dog collar in there, and they said, "No, that's that's Godman's car. That's how he uh, that's how he floored it." <laughs> I said, yeah. "What do you mean?" He, said, he was in a wheelchair, anyway. Tell me, yeah, a little. You own that car, uh, I own no, that car. That car nope. now. I don't own car. Who owns that car now?
0: I don't. It's still it's still owned by Godman's family. Yeah. Jane but, yeah. owns that car. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Raymond's wife, okay. right? Okay, yeah. along with these other three. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But you know about I'll tell that you car. I'll tell you the quick story about selling these cars. Raymond was sick and I was going over there about every other day to his house. He called me two or three weeks before he died. He said, "Are you coming over today?" I said, "Yeah, I'm coming over. I need to talk to you." So anyway, I went over there and when I got there, Jane met me at the door. She said he's in the bathroom shaving. Going back. Now at the time I was building my 70 car. I go back and I'm standing in the garage in the bathroom door. And he's there shaving. and I finally said, you better be careful, old man. You'll cut your throat. <laughs> he said, uh, come on in and sit down in this, on this stool. I need to talk to you. Well, I knew it was about the cars. <clears throat> he said... Uh, I said, before you start, if you're fixing to try to sell me those cars, I know what you think they're worth. I can't afford them. Yeah. He said, will you take it upon yourself to handle selling those cars for me? Because I'm going to be gone. He. He knew it. Yeah. Well, I know that he came over here and talked to Birmingham and told them those cars are worth a million dollars. And they can't get rid of them. Yeah. You know, and and the worth of the cars has just gone down right let me back up we had that car that car and the fueler at Godman high-performance And I was, I, I, you know, before he got real sick, I'd go in there a couple of times a week. Yeah. And he had a chair sitting right by his desk and he called that my chair. Yeah. So <laughs> I went over there and sat down and he said, do you know, we got a million dollars worth of cars sitting right there on that showroom floor? I said, how do you figure that? He said, uh, well, they just are. I said, Raymond, of the three cars, the AA Comp, the A-Modified Roadster, and the top fuel car, which the top fuel car just had a couple of things on it that was original. Yeah. I said, which one you think is the most expensive and the most Worth more. He didn't hesitate. He said that one right there. And he was talking about my about car. yours, yeah. I said, I'll tell you what I'll do with you right now. If you think that car is worth more than any of them you've got, I'll trade you that car for the fueler even. Wow. Why would you do that? I said, because I didn't drive that race car. Red Dyer drove it. So you never drove that car at all? After it was not the Bow Weevil. Got you. Okay. Joe Mundy bought it. Yeah, I drove it. Okay, yeah. But I never drove that car. He said, you'd be throwing away money. I said money's not the same to me as it is to you yeah sentimental value is and i said you know well why would you want to do that i said because my name is on the fueler yeah and i know you don't want to trade it for the funny car so anyway he said let me think about it and he did a couple of days went by, and I went back over there. I said, well, did you think about it? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. That'd be screwing you out of money. <laughs> I said, it's money I ain't got anyway. Yeah, all right. all right. But anyway, he wouldn't trade me. So... But now, I mean, value-wise,
0: that one is probably worth the most money, right? Is it not? i mean if if you're talking if value you, no no sentimental value, no nothing as far as like if you're talking about car that is worth the most if you go by history, yeah,
3: this car right here is the one that's worth the most, yeah, and I own it yeah, right see back when I brought it into his house and into his shop, and it was nothing but the chassis and he asked me if I was going to put that Chevrolet motor in it. And I told him, I said, "Frida and I have talked about that car and I had no, exp- no history with it when I had it. And it was a C dragster. Yeah. So if you'll give me some parts that I know you've got laying around on the shelf, I'll put it back just like it was in 1960. He said, "Well, if I give you parts, it'll be our car." I said, "No." Nah, you didn't get the word. <laughs> the word I said was give me. <laughs> I said, that's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> he agreed. Yeah. You know, he wanted to know what I was talking about. I said, "Well, that blower that's sitting over on the other side, and you got pistons and you got rods and you gonna and all I'm gonna do is put it together. Yeah. We're not gonna race it. So anyway, that's the way that went. <laughs> but he
2: So what was the most trouble that you guys got into on the road? Do what? Uh, on the road. Traveling over the road racing, what was the most trouble that you got into over the road racing?
1: He, he's not going to
3: tell you with his family. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, his
2: family's in the background.
3: <laughs> let me tell you something. The day, the weekend that they opened home. yeah, mm-hmm. we had broke a motor a week before. And I was up day and night for almost a week. Wow. Getting that fueler ready to go. Now, you had to be at the racetrack by noon, qualified. We left Raymond's house at 5.30 in the morning, Saturday morning. And I drove all the way down. And when we get to Laplace, the guy said, you're not going to get there going through. You're not going to get there going through New Orleans. Mm -hmm. He said, but you can go right down here and turn right. And get on a ferry and go across the river on the ferry and you can make it. So I did. Drug the front, drug the spare tire off the trailer. <laughs> we get down there and it's a quarter to noon when I come to the gate. And the guy said, Preston, you gotta be on down that racetrack in 15 minutes. Well, there wasn't but 15 cars there. It was a 16-car show. I was just going to say, you just fill out the field, right? Well, so we had straight alcohol in the tank to warm it on. Yeah. Raymond said, what are we going to do? I said, we're going to back it out. I'm going to get my suit on. Y'all get me started. I'll go down that racetrack with alcohol. Alcohol, yeah. And we were sixteenth qualifier at nine seconds flat, and we came back. And I set low ET first round. Nice seven oh one.
1: Wow, that's a jump from nine flats. <laughs> yeah.
3: Man. Hey, that's what nitro will do for you wow. right there. <laughs> that's what nitro will do. <laughs> Ten seconds. We. We. We got down to where there was like four or five cars, four cars, and it rained. We split the money, and I am absolutely drained. I'm worn out. I just can't go. Right. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I stood under the water. And I told, and it wasn't anybody but me and Raymond. Yeah. I told Raymond, I said, Raymond, I just, uh, we were leaving there. That was the 4th of July weekend. We were leaving there and going to Phoenix City, Alabama (laughs) to a race. I don't hardly get two miles from that racetrack. And I pulled over and I said, Raymond, I can't I can't stay awake. Now everybody had the little white cross pills.
2: Right, right, right. <laughs> Diet pills is what it was. <laughs> and they pills. were. That's right. Yeah. Now I was going to a
3: doctor to get my pills. Yeah. And it was Oberdreen LA. Yeah. They called it the Great Speckled Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I've heard of such things.
3: <laughs> the Great Speckled Bird. I never did it, but a lot of people. That pill had one side that had little specks in it, and the other side was purple. Yeah. And a lot of them, a lot of the racers would cut it in half. Really. Because one half of it was to calm you down. And the
2: other half. The was other sitting, half yep. was. To, uh, Put you through the get sky. I did not know that.
3: So <laughs>
4: Which one was which? So
3: anyway. <laughs> the, the, I need to
2: know these things. Is the speckled <laughs> one makes you fly or is it the
3: purple side? Anyway, <laughs> Raymond said, can you get us to New Orleans? You know, it's 45 minutes. I said, yeah, I can get us Thank to you. New Orleans. He said, we'll stop, meet a steak, and I'll drive. So we did, and I I, wanted, I, got in the, I got in the back seat and I took that bottle of pills and I laid them up on the front seat beside him. Raymond didn't drink coffee. I said, Raymond, if you start getting sleepy, you need to take one of these pills and some coffee well I go to sleep I do not know till now how far it is from New Orleans to Hattiesburg on the interstate but I'm asleep probably hard and I feel (laughs) this car every once in a while just Swerving. doing this so I sit up behind him I'm right behind him and I'm watching him and he's rubbing his hair which is a bad
0: yeah doing the kind of slap thing you or know something.
3: <laughs> and he's a bridge there's this bridge we're going under and he's driving and he's going. And he ducked down. Like the bridge was going to hit his head? <laughs> I said, Raymond. He took one of those pills, didn't he? <laughs> what is the deal? Man, I don't know. I don't feel good. <clears throat> he said, but I don't. These bridges are getting lower and lower. <laughs> and I don't think I can make it under the next one. <laughs> now, we're at Hattiesburg. Right. i said don't even try to go under the next one go up on the ramp and i go up on we go up on the ramp now i'm wide awake now i done had me an hour sleep (laughs) he said i don't feel good i said what did you do he said i took one of those pills what'd you take it with?" with my coke and he said, 15 minutes later, I didn't feel anything, so I took another one. <laughs> oh, no. I said, oh, no. <laughs>
4: You're having a bad trip,
3: man. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. He I said, that. how many elephants have run across the <laughs> <me?"> highway? <laughs> yeah. Only
2: three. Only yeah. three. Maintain.
3: <laughs> Maintain. <laughs> but anyway. That's epic. You asked me about That's going down story. the road. <laughs> That's
2: right. That's a good
3: story right That's there. That's the truth. Absolutely. That's Another deal story. was we had gone to California, and John Dearmore was behind us, and we were coming into Albuquerque and coming down the mountain, and it was snow. No, Deermore was in front because he got loose from him and i could actually see and read what was on the side of his trailer i have no clue how he saved it
2: but he did wow that was albuquerque new mexico yeah and it was snowing
1: yeah okay i didn't know it's yeah it's up there yeah yeah
3: you know i still love drag racing yeah and if it was not for the doctor and my wife, I'd still be driving. For yeah. sure. My wife would not give me any problem if the doctor hadn't. Right. Yeah. She might not like it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My wife doesn't like many things I do for some reason. Well, here's the thing. It's here's crazy. what got
3: me about the whole thing. It's NHRA. Uh, I started trying to get my license in October. My license was going to go out first of the year. Well, my primary care nurse, uh, physician, was a woman. And she just said I was too old to drive. And I tried to tell her that Cara was in his 90s. Right. That didn't make any difference to her. Jeez, know who know that yeah, was. So then, yeah. then it got to the point where we were getting close to having a race, NDRL race at St. Louis, and I called Greg Sharp, curator at the museum in California.
0: Yeah, at HR
3: And Greg okay. and I were good friends, and I told him and i didn't know who was the division 3 director he emailed him and he gave him my address and my email address and the guy's name and i know i remember his last name Because it's Thorpe. It's not Richard, but it was Thorpe. He called me up. Now, this was from October to March. I was, I had gotten very frustrated.
0: Sure, yeah, waiting that long
3: man was taking what i loved away from me right yeah. he called me the next morning and he said now he's got me on the phone and you don't know the his, my history but back in the day i could get hot <laughs> yeah, I, We've heard that I, I may yeah. have heard that once yeah. or twice yeah, and once I wasn't somebody to be messed with
2: Yeah, I may have heard that too Okay, so
3: <laughs> He calls me up and he says Look, I got everything worked out on your driver's license I said, do you realize that I started trying to get my license in October And it's March? Right I said, you don't have to worry about it. I said, because I got on Facebook and I wrote a long deal saying that I'm done. I'm over. It's over. Yeah. You, NHRA, and that doctor have caused me to quit racing. Wow. And you know, I'm walking around with that walker and it's because I ain't doing nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not active.
2: Right. You gotta stay active.
3: But I'll assure you I can still drive that race car. I believe it. I do not doubt that. And
2: <laughs> how long did you drive a race car for? Total? Huh? How many years total were you a race car driver? I started in sixty four. And you just you and just I missed, didn't really... and
3: I missed some years. Yeah. Uh we we Raymond and I quit racing in like '79, right? Yep. And then in middle '90s, uh, 2000, we started restoring the cars, and boy, it just got right back in my blood was boiling <laughs> about right. it. That's right. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, and at the time, at the time, we were, I had a construction company with my son, and we were doing really well. I'm talking really well. Yeah. But then the bottom dropped out because of COVID, Mm -hmm. and it dropped out on
5: us. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I just... Well, make a long story short, it was time for me to quit racing. I've gotten over it. I've gotten over it mostly. I was going to
0: say, you don't sound like you're completely over it,
3: but yeah. Uh, Hey, it's tough. When people like you get me into something like this. (laughs) Damn, it's my fault again. (laughs) My blood's (laughs) boiling right now. I knew I know. <laughs> but anyway, let I, me tell you let me let me I, I let can me, tell I can tell how excited you were when I called you about this. I was excited about yeah. this because yeah. I sat and watched Eddie and Marshall. Yeah. And Marshall knows <laughs> all the history about the Rotters Club. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. And You know, I just uh I love drag racing. Yeah. I don't get to go, but I keep up with Clay Milliken a lot. We're good friends. Yeah. When I was inducted into the Hall of Fame, he was my... He... Oh, he introduced you. He was my introducer. Oh, that's awesome. Along with Raymond. Nice. And... Clay did a good job and he didn't last f- five minutes. He covered it like he should have. Yeah. And then Raymond started talking. <laughs> and that's a story of its own. <laughs> it went on a little while? Huh? It went on for a little while. Is that I a, didn't hear? It you? went
0: on for a little while? Is yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> You know,
3: he told about the first time we did a mash race against Garlets and what Garlets said afterwards. And
2: what was that? I didn't see that. Do what? What did Garlets say? I didn't see that. I didn't see that.
3: Well, I just started driving the fueler for Raymond. Right. He didn't know me. And we go up first round, and I leave on him, and I beat him and he came over to Raymond, is what I heard. He said, where'd you get this kid? He's good. Well, I didn't hear it. Probably good.
0: You have been driving over
3: there. <laughs> we went two more rounds, and I left on him all three times, but he beat me the last two because he had to lean on it. And we were at Gainesville. But Garlets and I are good friends. Now, Garlets, he wants these cars. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He that'd wants be, them in his museum. That would be a good be. spot for him. Yeah. Well, he ain't going to buy them. And Mar- Raymond swore it wouldn't. Look, if it was left to Raymond's daughter, she'd take them down there
2: Right. on
3: mm-hmm. consignment. Raymond was said, my cars are not going to go to Garlitz's museum, and they're not going to California, it unless they like want kind of to Right, period.
2: Yeah. yeah, sounds like my kind of guy.
3: He could squeeze $100 out of a penny. <laughs> <laughs> I just never was that way but it was an honor to drive for Raymond. Now, I built that NDRL car, and we were, at the time, we were taking the fueler and the funny car to the cackle fest. Yeah. Yeah. So the first year that I drove my seven zero car. They pitted us in the round track up at Bowling Green.
0: Right at the top.
3: Right at the top. Yeah. You know, right, right there, right roll you right where out where the bridge is. Yep. You know. Yeah. And so when they call seven zero, me whoop, push you right down the hill. You know, and nobody in NDRL knew who I was. Really? I was there. That was awesome. But I was I, I'm going to tell you something. I don't like the index racing. Yeah. And that's what it was. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. You, well, it wasn't what you you were used to. Huh? It, it wasn't what you you were used to. It was just it, yeah. It's Number different. one.
3: Yeah. I absolutely hated that trans brake button. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I was no good with it. Right. Yeah. It took four years of me swapping and going to foot braking and going back to it because everybody's saying the trance brake button's the way to leave. Well, I won one of their races, but the Seven O Pro NDRL is probably the toughest seven oh class. It's tougher than NHRA's race. Yeah. Yeah. So But the these guys have got and I got it. I got everything that it takes to have all the I, all the electronics.
2: Right. Yep.
3: But I decided this last year that I raced, I'm going to take all that crap off and I'm going to race like it was. That's right. And I foot braked it. And I, I did use the computer for some of the th- information. Right. But it didn't launch me. It didn't. You know,
2: you did it the real way.
3: Yeah, that's not racing.
2: That's right.
3: And if I run six ninety nine with a nine, I gotta put it in the trailer and go home. Right. That's BS. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right.
3: Well, that's, that's I got uh, a car sitting in that trailer at my house right now that I know. If I even leaned on it a little bit, it'll run 660s. Wow.
1: That's a lot of car.
3: I mean, the cars, I put the best of everything in that motor. Yeah. It's a a billet Donovan block. Yeah. It's Mm. an Allen Johnson billet heads. Yeah. You can't get anything any better than what that motor's got.
2: Yeah. What kind of car is it in? The dragster.
3: Okay. Um, this, it's a dragster. The dragster. Yeah.
2: yeah. The front
3: 225
2: engine. inch. Uh-oh. Hold tight.
1: I think the alarm's going off. That's okay. <laughs> we, we can edit this. That's right. Who's got the gun? Who is it? I, I see Justin's up there, so. <laughs> there okay. you go. Got Do we need a gun?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. I we got press think good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This is
2: Collierville. We don't yeah. need a gun. <laughs> hey, what is what is
0: the fastest? What is the fastest ET you've ever run?
3: The fastest ET I've ever run. Ever run. You would think it's two different. There's two different categories: a fueler and a top fuel and a funny car. Right. The fueler had. Uh, The motor was a 426. It wasn't a big block. It wasn't big. And I ran 641 at 241 with the fueler. Mm. Was the best we ever ran. Yeah. Now, the funny car, it had a 487 cubic inch motor, and I ran... 621 at 244 miles an hour. Man, yeah, that's wow. moving, though. Now, that 7 bracket car I've got, I went out to Memphis several years ago just to test, and the air was right. The weather was right. And I came out. And I didn't change a thing from the last race. And it was still not lean. It was fat. And I went 678. Wow! That car probably, if I wanted to lean on it, which I won't. Yeah. Low sixes. Wow. Yeah. It could run a fuel dragster. Yeah. Now... It's got the third set of rods in it, but it's got the same set of bearings and the same rings that it had when it was sent to me from Brad Peters. Wow! <laughs> wow! I mean, it, you don't hurt you don't hurt it. Yeah.
0: As long as you, you know you don't run it to the nth degree, then then you can keep it. You know. That's great. <clears throat> well. We probably, uh, yeah, we've gone here for an hour and a half or so. So yeah. we probably, we've probably need to for wrap an it hour up. And a half. Yeah. Uh, You've been talking, man. Yeah. Time flies when you're talking. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. You think it's been Time 20 minutes. Time flies when you. Your wife over there is probably, oh my God, will you stop talking? <laughs> <laughs>
3: so. Well. I'm but, sorry that I've kept you this no,
0: long. Oh, no, no, no. This is exactly hey, what we want. I was going to say talk, I could talk about this for hours. Absolutely, and hey, anytime, you know, because uh, we we love the old stories and uh, and we love we love just hearing the different things about the you know. I mean, there's a lot of things that we still would love to cover with you. Uh, yeah, so for sure. so we'd love to have you back for sure. But uh, but no, so um, <clears throat> so. I guess we'll wrap this episode up with with a teaser for next episode.
1: But before we do that, right? we, You're you're invited to come back. We want to do this again.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I could spend this much time talking about my friend Raymond Godman. Yes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And he absolutely. needs to.
3: He needs to have the credit.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, so my my daughter is in a wheelchair. So I uh, I I look up to Raymond, and I've. Kind of introduced my daughter to you know what he was all about, and uh, he's he was an important
3: person. Let me let me tell you let me yeah. tell you a quick story about Raymond. All right. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> he called me one day and wanted me to come over. He said, "I've got a class from Olive Branch, and they want to come visit." places like godman high performance yeah uh, buddy's transmission shop so he said you need to come over and help me clean up a little bit now when he was alive on the back wall behind the counter there was a big american flag right I didn't pay any attention to too much of it. I knew his history because when that class came, he had a book on Korea and it broke him up to the point where I had to read it. Wow. Uh, He got shot on Hill 749 And they took him to a MASH unit, and they said there's nothing that they can do for him. And they put him outside and covered him up and put a tag on his toe. Wow. And one of his friends came by and happened to notice it was his name, and he uncovered him, and he was still breathing. And he went in there, supposedly the story is, he went in there with the gun up. He said, you get him back in here, he is not dead. And wow. they did get him in and then they sent him to Tokyo and then he went to San Diego and he was in rehab for a couple of years. And
2: That's amazing.
3: Anyway, I go over there. And I'm cleaning up, and there was a picture, and it was about the flag. That flag flew on the White House in his honor. Wow. Very the flag
2: cool. that he had. At and, I'm, and
3: I'm reading it, and I said, Raymond, why didn't you ever tell me about this? It's a big deal. He said you can read.
5: <laughs>
3: but
0: anyway, I never knew that. I saw I, I mean epic. I remember seeing that American flag back there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Wow.
0: That's crazy.
3: Well, for him to do and accomplish what he's done in that wheelchair, yeah. The last 40 years of his life is amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing. Now Nothing did we sure have everything. our ins and outs? We sure did. Right. Everybody does. And, and you know, you talk to you talk to Will Banks, and one time I I left him and Will Banks was building that car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, told us. he told us. And, and I know I know what it, i watched that thing. <laughs> i watched it twice. <laughs> did you rewind it and watch that part <laughs> over again? <laughs> And he, de- I did go after him. <laughs> yeah, I was still hot. And so tell me, right. you
0: still didn't love the hell out we of doing went, it? We we went,
3: we went, The first division <clears throat> two points race was at Phoenix City, Alabama, and you know, at the time Eddie and I didn't have a pot to pee in. Right. We had 10 gallons of nitro with us, and that was it. (laughs) And I told him, I said, I'm going through these pits till I find him, and I'm going to let him hear this baby. He said, don't burn. Eddie said, don't burn too much. We don't have a lot. So first round, I went seven flat in Eddie's car. And Raymond had to run the gold digger, which was Jack Hart out of Louisville, and they beat Raymond because we, the way it was going to work, I'm fixing to get the him next second round. Oh. <laughs> but I had to run the gold digger, and I went six ninety six, and he went six ninety one, and he beat me. Oh, oh man, that's close. Man, that's close. But not long after that, Raymond and I got back together for the second or third. Kissed and made up. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you two kissed. No, we kids didn't kiss, down.
4: but we made up. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Well, we definitely need to hear more stories. So so we would love to have you back. If you would uh if you'd like to come back anytime, we would we'd love to have you back. T- t- all you got t- to t- do is t- tell
3: t- me when awesome hey, man. you know here's the thing i'm retired <laughs> i know right that's why we like talking to the retired guys they're, they're available anytime i'm <laughs> available just about anytime that's right i'm getting better with my back my back This problem with that walker yeah is when i went to jackson With my 7 car. Oh,
0: right, when you ran off the end of the track.
3: Yeah, well, what happened three weeks before that, we were no problem down in Louisiana, and the last run was 11 o'clock at night. And we came back, and we packed the chutes. Now, what stupid me, what we didn't do is unpack that chute and fluff it out and put the little baby powder on it. Jack Thompson told me, look, if you can get to Jackson and get on it before these streetcars get on it, it'll take what you got. So that's what I did. You know, we got to Jackson. I went off the end of that track twice. Once then, And once the first time I ever drove Raymond's fueler. Really? Wow. (laughs) We had a match race with Ronnie with a double-A fuel altered. And we ran a 1,000 feet, and they had banners. And I beat him first two times, and Ryd's telling me, you're not leaving hard enough. So... Well, I thought I was leaving hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) So the third run, Raymond and Red came over to me, and I'm packing the chute. He said, let me tell you how to drive that car. I said, okay. He said, you stage it. Now it was a full tree, half seconds. That light starts coming down your right foot needs to start going down. And when the last yellow light comes on, you need to be on the floor with the throttle, and you dump the clutch. Well, the first two runs, it was picking the front wheels up. I was used to that two-speed C-Dragster. Well, I did... But when I got up there and staged, I slid down in that thing so far. I said, this thing's going to come apart, and I want those parts coming over over (laughs) my head. head." (laughs) But it didn't. And when I let it go, those tires were instant smoke. The front end stayed on the ground. It looked like I was between two white icebergs. And then, in about 300 feet, it started sitting me back. I'll never, I'll never forget the way it felt. I mean, it was trucking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I went under the banners and I popped the chutes. But Raymond at the time, he was notorious for not having brakes on his cars. Uh, yeah. That costs money. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cost money. Yeah. Brakes cost money. Now that ditch that's a at the end of Jackson, yeah. it wasn't there then. You went up over that asphalt and you were in a bean field back then. Yeah. And I got it stopped. And I'm sitting I, I'm sitting in the car and here comes Red after me. And I'm still shaking from adrenaline. Oh yeah. Wasn't afraid. Yeah. He said, are you ever going to get out of that effing car? <laughs> I said, Red, that was one hell of a ride. He said, I want you to get out, stand on that slick, and turn around and look down that racetrack. I did. And in my lane, there were two black marks from the starting line to those flags. All the way under the banner. <laughs> and they were straight as a string. Nice. He said, "Now you know how to drive the car." <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's epic. That is awesome. But anyhow,
3: <laughs> I know we're we've yeah. been here a while. Yeah, yeah. we're definitely
0: uh, uh we're gonna bring you back because we want to hear more that. stories for sure. So yeah, I'm
3: good with that because I would like absolutely to do it and give Raymond some honor. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so we'll, we we will do the, that for Raymond sure. Raymond was not an easy person to get along with. Yeah, we've heard stories. If <laughs> yeah. if he didn't like you, you went into his shop and he didn't like you, get your ass out.
2: <laughs> I don't want your money. Yeah, I don't want
3: like your Mike's money. got a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's my kind of guy. Right. So he yeah. was a one of a kind man. Yeah. And he accomplished an awful lot. He did in that wheelchair. He did. Amen. Absolutely. So, so
0: anyway, uh, um, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, but uh, but we're going to give a little teaser. You already you already said uh, Clay Milliken, who uh, who inter- introduced you. Week. Yeah. So we have yeah. Clay Are Milliken you scheduled. Do him here? Uh, no, we're we're going to go out to his place out in Drummonds. So uh yeah, so we're planning to go out to Clay's place out in out in uh Drummonds, Tennessee and hang out in his garage and, and say hello. So hopefully everything's cool with him. I haven't talked to him this week to make sure that you know he hasn't been scheduled for some Gillette commercial or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh but as far as I know everything's good. So um so yeah, so we're heading out there to Drummonds. So uh All I right. hope everybody everybody enjoys that and uh it's been Preston, it's been a pleasure for sure. We'll love having having you here, and we're definitely going to have you back because uh, we, you know, I really
3: the, didn't. I'm going to tell you, I really did not believe I'd been sitting here an hour and a half. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? right? I know. I think your wife does though. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I said. <laughs> the wife does. But she, you know, she's all, she's all look packed look up, here. ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you, that thumb drive, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's
3: a lot of pictures on it. It looked yes. like it. Yeah, I yeah. want you to go through and look at all of them. There are three of them that are her.
2: Yeah, okay. And she
3: said, "Absolutely, do not put it."
2: What would you like us to yeah, do? Was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, those well, will I, be the first three you. ones to put up. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, we got you. We're gonna. we'll, we'll, a, we'll open it
0: with that. <laughs>
3: I don't. I don't remember who took the pictures, but we were at Bowling Green, and the first picture she's. And then get, I said, "You get over here on camera." Then I, I said, "Then I said, smile." <laughs> well, yeah. And she puts this no, goofy. Come on, come yes, on, yes, come on! To you here. gotta get over here. <laughs> she puts Can't this goofy smile on, and then a little bit later, she's moved about ten feet carrying a chair, and she looked really good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: How long have y'all been married?
3: Sixty-one years. How are you gonna put him awesome. on a spot like this? Did you know? Did you know that, that he was an outlaw? I knew Dilly he knew. It. I knew
4: he knew. he, it. That he got locked up for yeah. raising <laughs> She, she,
2: she liked the bad boys. He yeah, a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> he, right. It, it was wasn't. Boy. It wasn't her.
3: I wasn't dating her. No. Right. Yeah. She knew your reputation. Uh, yeah. That's the <laughs> Yeah. She knew the reputation.
0: So, well, it's well, been a pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Thank me, you so let much, Let me tell person. you something. I yeah.
3: love my wife.
0: 61 oh. years, you better. <laughs>
3: <Right>? <laughs> I can't get do any better, and she probably can't do any worse, You right? <laughs> meet in the
4: middle, and everything worked out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I feel the same way about same my way. wife. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't do
2: any better. She can't do no worse. We'll, we'll have you yeah. back. Yep. So Absolutely. We're going to go
4: ahead and wrap it up. But yep.
3: anytime you want me back, we're, I'm good.
4: We will have you soon enough, so. Javi. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to cheese Hobby. it up. I'm just going to tell you. Javi, th- you got to wrap it up. Yeah, I'm wrapping it up right now. We're here at Art and Speed. This has been Hot Rod Blues with the legendary drag racer, Preston. We'll have you Absolutely. back next time. You guys have a good week. Thank, Thank
0: you, you so much. Bye, everybody. Yes, sir. <laughs>